Hey, it's Kyle Meredith, host of the Kyle Meredith with podcast, presented by WFPK at WFPK.org and the Consequence Podcast Network. It's a series that puts the spotlight on iconic musicians and actors, inviting them to drop by and talk about their latest projects, whether it's albums, TV shows, films, or beyond. I'm going to say something I don't want to say. Here it goes. Without Spinal Tap, there is no Tenacious D. Whoa. <laughs> Man. We get great stories and the biggest scoops from people like Garbage's Shirley Manson, the 1975's Maddie Healy, Jack Black and Kyle Gass of Tenacious D, Maya Hawk, Kiefer Sutherland, and everyone in between. New episodes arrive every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones. You can find Kyle Meredith with on the Consequence Podcast Network or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome to the show. Feeling good with Duddy? That's me. Let's go. Oh, hi, everybody. We're back for episode 110 of Feeling Good with Duddy, the show that points at the world, has a laugh, points in the mirror, has a laugh, and we have live music. That's right. I'm Jake B, co-host of the show. Let me introduce you to the host, my brother, singer, guitar player of the Dirty Heads, one half of the Rome and Duddy Music Project. Here he is, everybody, Duddy B. What is happening? Episode 110, Jake. I like that number. 110. It's always fun to say 10s, right? 120 will feel great. 120 will feel great. What? Isn't that weird? A 125, that's a special that's thing, That's pretty right? cool, too. But 115, you're like, eh, who gives a shit? It's nah. <laughs> Why is that? <laughs> I don't know. Every 10 matters and every other five matters. Quarters. We've decided that in life. Tens, oh, tens and quarters. Yeah, Dimes there you and go. quarters. Thank, there you go. He answered it, everybody. There you go, people. All right. All right. Up? Not much. Um, got a few days off in between the first leg of the run and the next run. Mm-hmm. And then I just Dirty actually, to yeah, again. I, I just got back from the mountains. I'll talk about that in a sec. I realized today kind of had some time off. So I hit you guys up last night. I hit Luke and Jacob and see if they wanted to come in the bunker today. And, uh, they were both available. They came in, but yeah, short notice for this episode. So unfortunately I was unable to grab a band for today's episode. So no live music, but we do have a great show for you. All your favorite stuff. I'm going to fill you in on some DH news. I have my least favorite segment ever fan watch followed by my favorite segment, scary stuff. We're going to talk about some scary stuff I found. And then we're also going to have some fun Q and a from our Patreon members. That's right. If you are enjoying the show and you do uh, want, to help support there's a few ways wherever you're listening give us a rating give us a review uh, especially over on that apple podcast app uh, if you're listening just go on over there give us a review it does really help uh, grow the show and just get us noticed so we appreciate it and thank you to all the people who have been uh, going over there and doing so because we have seen it and we do appreciate it but also if you're enjoying the show and four episodes a month just is not enough for you and you want more episodes and you want to help support the show you can go over to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with Duddy. You could sign up there. It's five bucks a month, but you do get four extra episodes. I do guitar tutorials over there for dirty head songs. I do behind the scenes things from the road. And you also get a chance to ask me and Jake Q and a questions that we will answer on the show. But enough of that, Jake, let's get into the show, dude. Cause it's segment heavy. And, um, you know, so you, like you said, you were on the road with the dirty heads. You have a little break in between. You're going back out on the road. So, um, 
you've been home for actually probably four or five days, but the last three days or so you went up to the mountains. So what was that? Did you fish up there? Cause no, we, we no didn't fishing. fish. It's uh, Idlewild. We were there for two nights and okay. my son brought a friend. My daughter brought a friend. We just, it was last second. We literally like, the night before we planned it, booked a spot, left the next day, just mm -hmm. totally random, but it was beautiful. We had a great time. Everything was awesome. The one thing though, that like, we didn't read the fine print on the cabin that we picked. Yeah. And uh, it was a beautiful spot. The cabin would be beautiful. And I would totally go back in the winter. It was really hot in Idlewild this weekend. It was like in the like high nineties. It was, mm -hmm. it was hot and there was no AC in the cabin we got. So it was hot inside. Oh. That was the one bummer. Opening windows doesn't it even didn't help. even help. That, yeah, it was like uh, so we just, you know, whatever. We made the best of it. We had like, a good time. That's why it was available immediately yeah, when we looked at That's why. Ah. I mean, the, the girls, you know, the my daughter and her friend, they're teenagers. They're 13. So, you know, they were like, it's hot. They were fine, though. They didn't really care. My son, he's nine. He brought his friend. They didn't give two shits. They yeah. were running around outside like crazy doing everything that you would nine-year-olds would do in the mountains. So it was fun. <laughs> um, but one funny thing did happen. Um, super dumb, but... I've, uh, it's kind of a Jack quote. If you guys don't know, my son's name is Jack. He says really funny shit all the time. And we do stuff called Jack quotes. Like uh, he, he just says dumb stuff. And I, a couple, yeah, he's got to give a couple my of favorite them, yeah. one. And I've said it a million times on here, but he, he was jumping off a boat. We were out at Bass Lake and he was jumping off the top of the boat and he yelled, the real question is never give up. You know, it doesn't make sense, but it's amazing. And the list goes on. It's things like that, where he just says funny shit. Right. So, he loves Forrest Gump. It's one of his favorite movies. And uh, everyone knows that fav famous scene where uh, Bubba, his buddy's like naming off a million shrimp things. Shrimp, coconut, mm -hmm. shrimp, scampi, whatever. He just goes off forever and it's hilarious, right? So we're at a restaurant and Jack's, my son, Jack, his best friend's name is Jackson. And they're like the same person and they're both just total goofball dorks. It's hilarious, right? So we're at the restaurant and Jackson's reading the menu and there's like shrimp scampi is one of like the appetizers. So my son hears shrimp scampi. So he starts naming off, you know, he gets his bubble lip out and he's like, shrimp scampi, you know, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp. And then out of nowhere, he just goes shrimp beverages. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just started dying. I thought it was a nice pictured shrimp beverages. There is a shrimp beverage technically too, like a, a Bloody Mary. That's You've like, had one of those, right? Where they, I know it's not a shrimp, a shrimp, shrimp but they'll yeah. stab a fucking shrimp and throw oh, it in there. They'll stab anything they'll stab in it anything. now. Now it's like, here's a hamburger on top of your Bloody Mary. Okay. You've had that one too. It's oh, a yeah. ball of meat with a bacon on top and they stab oh, yeah. through both of it. Uh, Where is that? Uh, all over now. Is Anybody it all goes over? Like, look at our crazy, you know, Bloody Mary. I actually am not a huge Bloody Mary fan. Not a big, it's too much like acid for me. I don't like super oh, okay. acidy drinks. That Don't makes like sense. It. I can't dealt with that before where you had like heartburn. I think yeah, when you were younger, well, I would get so like anymore. acid reflux sometimes. Yeah. I don't really get it much anymore, but, um, I just don't like super acidy drinks and like with bloody Mary's, it's like, I kind of like the flavor a little bit, but I don't like the acid just kills me. Like with margaritas, mm -hmm. I actually like the flavor. Can't drink them. It's just too much acid. I just like, I get like halfway through it and I'm just like, ah, yeah, yeah, I never get a margarita. No, ever. too much, too life. sweet. But or, I yeah. do like a, a Bloody Mary. All right. Hey. You know, I like one though. Totally. You're right. I can't sit there and fucking, no. hey, pound and Mary's, dude, right. dude. No joke. We had this guy on the road with us. I, for, I He was a crew member. I, I forget what he did, but like we would go out to bars at night 
and he'd be ordering bloodies. No, dude, that's like not three a... Bloody Marys at like midnight. You're like, come on, dude. That's why you drink those exclusively on Sunday morning yeah. after you were drunk the night before, and then you go to bed after yeah. that. It's because it, you're, yeah. Oh, Who it was the gross fuck to drinks watch. Marys yeah. at night? That oh, guy. Fuck. Yeah, that well, guy. What did. a legend. Hey, you know what? To each their own. To each their own. That right. is right. He wasn't bothering anyone. No. Strange that they would even make one at night, though, huh? The bar would be like, yeah, we don't make those. That's tomorrow oh, morning. Well, Come for back. sure, that happened. Like, okay. definitely that would happen, for sure. I can imagine yeah. that. Like, we're um, not sticking a hamburger in no, it at like, 11.30 off, at night. Yeah. See you tomorrow morning, <laughs> asshole. The kitchen's closed. The kitchen's closed. We're switched over for dinner. Breakfast <laughs> yeah. is tomorrow. Like, no. Would you like some French fries, though? We'll bring those right out. All right. All right. Enough hell. of that. Enough of the merry. Let's little, talk about uh, uh, some other drinks. No, quick Let's little not. DH news before we get into the fun stuff. But uh, yes, yeah, so in a quick little break in between the two legs of the tour, the shows have been insane so far. So thank you to everybody who has come out. And uh, I can't wait to get back out and finish the rest of it, man. It was so fun. When do you go back out? In soon. What is today? The ninth. I go, oh, actually, I got 10 days. Oh, but I, I'm shit. going on my fishing trip. That's right. You're going on your fishing trip. So in like five days, I go on like a three-day fishing trip. I get home from that. I got like two days and then I'm out. Mm -hmm. And we will be collecting photos of the fish. Yes. yes. Okay. We're not going to hear any tales <laughs> of a huge one that got away. No, uh, I will be posting photos of the fish. <laughs> be expecting it. I'll have to use the panoramic shot because they are going to be so long. Yes. But, um, can't wait to get back out. It, was, it seemed like we were just really getting going. It was like two and a half weeks. And then mm -hmm. it just, we had, to, we had to come home for a quick break. But it was nice to see the family. I did get to go to the mountains. Can't wait to get back out and finish the tour. But also just want to say... Thank you to everyone. The, the uh, feedback we've been getting from our new, two new singles, Rage and Headspace, has been awesome. So thank you guys. And I'm glad you're enjoying it, man. We had a lot of fun recording those songs. So I'm, it's glad to hear that you guys are enjoying it. Well, DH News. That's it. That's really all in DH News. Yeah. I mean, we've got a lot more music stuff, though, Duddy. Oh, no. And we're going to creep pretty immediately into the fan watch portion of the show, Duddy's least favorite segment, because Luke and I scour the internet, mainly Luke, and he looks for fan grievances with the band. And then we present them to Duddy in an awkward way and make him deal with them. But we're going to warm you up for fan watch oh. with something called band watch that you don't know about yet. But Luke was talking to me before the show, Duddy, and he was telling me because he went and saw a bunch of bands this weekend. Well, one of the opening acts he saw, he, he was telling me, he's all, dude, they said their name in between every song. He was telling me it was kind of a pet peeve of his. He's like, yeah. yeah, the bands were all really good. And he's all, but this opening band, it was just insane. Every, before every song, after every song, they kept saying the name of their band. And he's all, it just kind of was like, dude, we get it. And anyway, we were laughing about that. And I'm like, hey, that's a pretty perfect thing to bring to Duddy as well. Because I figured, hey, maybe we could have a segment where if we see bands in the wild doing <laughs> things that it's harmless and they're doing what they probably think is right, but maybe we can coach them. Oh, my God, Jake. On things to not do. How do you feel about that, Duddy? I, I love it. Yes. Oh, good. But what I love more is bands in the wild. Oh, as in, that's you just the, said bands in the wild yes. and just made me think like, what a great thing. Like just seeing like all the members of your favorite band, just like going to Chick-fil-A and ordering food and like sitting down and just like, just doing normal. Like, oh, like, you're, like, like you're talking about bands in the wild, in the wild like daily like, life yeah, of like a human. Like one of your favorite, like lead singers, like 
going to a car dealership and like <laughs> like haggling with a guy, yeah, just you know, checking just out a couple cars. Bands in the wild. Wow, I like that. And inst- oh, see, if you see a famous band member just at the store, you take a picture. Bands in the wild. Bands in the wild. Coming to Instagram. Never, because Daddy and I will seal the deal on the domain name and then do nothing with it. (laughs) Luke, look up Bands in the Wild. Look at it right now, Luke. See if anyone owns that. Um, No, but sorry. But so Band Every iteration of that. So no, this segment is now called Bands in the Wild, of course. We'll start it here. So Bands in the Wild, Daddy. You're watching a band and they're like between every single okay thank you we're sausage planet you know all right this next one we're sausage planet again guys this one's called quaking you know whatever yeah. <laughs> you know i get it i get what you're saying yes you can overdo it but i also have been on the other side of it where when we first started getting out there and touring mm-hmm. and okay can i ask this was there a banner behind them with their name on it no there was no Luke banner. Luke is saying no banner. Okay. Immediately so and confidently. I remember when we first started getting out there and playing shows, you're always the opening act. You don't have a banner behind you and you do need people to know your the name <laughs> yeah. of your band. Kind of part of the you deal. Know? And it's not like you you're probably playing shows where there isn't like there's not a bunch of like flyers going around with your name on it. Like maybe the headlining act has a small little flyer on the door that says their name maybe i don't know but you get what i'm saying but there is overdoing because i remember though what i was gonna say is i when we first started touring we first started playing shows like cheese our manager hey remember guys like let tell them you who you are a few times make mm-hmm. sure to mention the name of your band because no one's gonna know who the fuck you are you know yeah but you can't do it in between every single song because then it gets like okay shut the fuck up we know we heard you that's, that's, that's a, that's a crazy manager in their ear hung going, as you're playing, people are coming in. Totally. So in between every, there's a reason for, for it. There sure. is a reason for it. And I it. remember hearing the reason and we did it for sure. What's up you guys? We're, again, we're doing, and I remember, uh, and I never did it cause I never say fucking anything, yes. between, but Jared would and be like, we're the, we're the dirty heads from Huntington beach, California. And you say where you're from too. Like, <laughs> Oh, that's not going to help anymore. Oh, they said they said where they're from too. See, I told you. What was the band name, Luke? Wait, I know that name. The main? Need- they're a big band, ish, right? They're a pretty big band, right? Yeah. Uh, I think yeah, so. I've fucking heard the name anyway. I don't, you know, as a person who doesn't know shit, I'm heard pretty of them. sure they that were on main. Warp Tour when we yeah. they were. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're well, out there funny, screaming their name. Were, okay, so but regardless and, of and the Luke's- band mad at them for it, but I get it because this is a whole thing. There's a few things. There's a few things. We're going to do some teachable items here. There's the screaming of the, your own name. It worked for Mike Jones. Everybody remembers that dude, you know, but he had the catchy songs too. So, um, <laughs> you know, I don't know, but, uh, anyway, you can overdo that and you can annoy, you know, yeah, there's new fans walking in, but you've now annoyed all the ones that have seen <laughs> you there. So it's like, you know, who you want to keep. And then, uh, I always feel like, dude, Yes, you should say your name once or twice, or you got to get your name out there. But if you're rad enough, the people shall find you, you know? So concentrate on being rad. And then there's the, <laughs> and then there's the, um, the screaming out your merch is the shame is the worst thing in between every song. Like we got shirts and we got CDs down at the bed. You know, you, there is a time to do it totally. maybe once right before the end after the last song potentially, yeah. or yes, for sure. Like once. 
that towards the end, because I remember that was a thing too. But this what, is all what, opening band stuff. Because yes. obviously when you're the headliner, you don't need to be like, our merch booths. Yeah, no yeah. shit. I got three <laughs> shirts hanging over my shoulder, you dick. Uh, you know, maybe at festivals, you'll do it more. Like when you're, this is all stuff that I remember we did stuff like this when we were first coming up and you got to do the hustle. But we would do the merch thing when it was like, we're going to be at the merch yes, booth after the set. Yep. Come say hi. We'll sign some shit if you buy some stuff or whatever. Like you're trying to get people over there for sure. But like anything in life, you can overdo yes. it. So yes, there you have to do things that you don't want to do when you're a first young band coming up. You gotta, you gotta play the game. You, you gotta absolutely. do the stuff. And by the way, dude, I was the guy yeah. when I was the lead singer of Surround Sound. At the start, I was the drummer, but at, and at the end, I was the guy in the front with the mic. And when I when I was on tour yeah. with you guys yeah. and all the big bands. I did exactly that. You at have end, to. I'll be at the merch booth in 10 minutes. Burp, you know, but of course it was the best thing I could have done. So not judging. I am. No. I am you. I'm talking to the opening bands like me. That was where we lived. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so don't do it too much. Right, daddy? So but Luke's of course, question was, is how, this annoying? Is it annoying if a band announces their name in between every song? That was his question. His question was kind of, I, where do I draw the line? Yes, the where question. do you draw the line? I don't know how many times is too much. <laughs> I would say in between every single song, yeah, it's probably too much. Uh, let's say you're playing 10 songs, say four or five times. You're a young band, maybe four times. Four or five times, you're good. Oh, After wow. That, that was very, I didn't even think that much. I well, thought you were going to say too nice. You got to let placed. people know who right. you are. It's true. You have to play the game. Oh God. You, I got to do some cringy things. We're in the this dirty world, edge y'all. from Huntington beach, California. Oh man. You would say that all the time. I wouldn't. Cause How I don't funny. say anything yeah, between songs that. because I, I, I just, that's, I don't know. I, I never think like in between this next song, I'm going to say this, that Jared does that. And I'm so happy he does because I would be terrible at it. I feel like I would like stutter and I would say weird shit. You're the luckiest guy. I'm you just very get to lucky. play your guitar, sing your shit and you just Back chill. Up. And Jared, Jared runs the, runs the show, show, dude. And I love it. I love it so much. But um, yeah, let's say, for instance, though, I was going to have to say it. This is what I'd be like. What's up? <laughs> it already sucks. Right? What's up, guys? <laughs> oh, no. That's what you'd say? I would. This is what I'm saying. That's why I don't say anything. But You're in South Carolina. There you go. Address What's up? South Carolina. <laughs> We're the dirty heads from Huntington beach, California. If you want to say what up to us after the show, we'll be at the merch oh, booth wow. signing CDs and other cloth goods and other cloth goods. He's never fucking said that in his life. <laughs> You're not I, a fan anymore, Luke. No, oh. Luke's upset, but that's actually endearing. If someone yeah. does and other cloth items, we'll <laughs> see you over there at the booth. I've got, got black right. markers for white stuff. I've got <laughs> silver markers for black stuff. Oh man, I've got a various amount of markers. So there's that, Daddy. So we got it. There's the merch thing, and the merch in a, in the cringy totem pole of life, dude. The, the the saying your merch is in the back is the worst. That's uh, I don't know the bottom, the top. Well, that's the bottom of the totem pole, and then above that is saying the na name of your band sixteen hundred times, right? Well, you have to do both because when and especially as a young uh, touring band that's probably the opening act and right. not getting paid much for the show, or maybe not even getting paid for the show. Mm -hmm. Your merch is how you're getting gas for the next show or eating fast food that night. So you will we'll be at that merch booth. Please God, come to that merch booth. We will be there. And I'll tell you a trick that I did. It's not a trick, but it's just a thing that we did. 
Um, for one of the big tours we were on in the end, when we were getting on big tours, it was one of the bigger ones. I'm not sure if we were on tour with you guys, Sublime with Rome. We did the Cypress Hill one. It could have been the Cypress Hill Pennywise. It was this crazy tour we were on. And um, we made a bunch of CDs, but we decided to go budget with it rather than getting the cases, doing the whole thing. We got them cheap. You know, we just, we got them printed on. The CD was printed on professionally, but they were just put in these sleeves. Yep. And this is for an opening band, of course, because we wanted more and more people to have our music, of course, but we made them free. So totally. we just said, CDs are free. This is our new five song EP that we made. Bam, here's a stack of them. And we had a tip jar next to the there CD. You go. You'll find that, yeah, of course, you're going to get rid of much more CDs than you would if you were selling them. And then people are so wildly generous to opening bands, especially if they get something free. You'll are, see the generosity yes. of people is insane. And we made far more money in tips than we ever would have made trying to sell our EP. So that is another tip for the opening act. Do something like that. Go That's ahead and give it away. Great idea and tip. I don't know. All right. I mean, we can go all day. Should we save some of these bangers for, for future? Yes. Fans in the wild. Along. All right. Moving on to Duddy's absolute favorite segment fan watch we don't have a live band like duddy said we're just flying uh with these segments but oh you're gonna have some fun so duddy get ready to cringe because luke found a couple things where show us what you got luke and uh and okay he's putting it up on the board for me so duddy b this is where obviously we scour the internet we look for dirty head fans that oh, are complaining no. about dirty head things and we found Brandon Hoffa. And, and of course, oh, we're no. never mad at these people. I feel we like I've heard them. this name before. I feel like I've heard That sounds Brandon like a name. Hoffa. It's in the Wicked and Wiley okay. uh, group, which is on Facebook. This is the big fan group for the Dirty Heads. It says, who remembers this tour? Shock a hand sign. I often miss the old Dirty Head shows when they were more interactive with the crowd. And it's a poster huh. of Modest Yahoo and the Dirty Heads summer 2012 tour. This was Probably a couple so years after Lady Down. Nine years start? ago? Nine years ago? Oh, yeah. Okay. You guys might have two albums at this point or something, probably. Um, okay, it. now I'm seeing the flyer, and it looks like it says Cabin by the Sea That's yep. out now. So that's probably right when Cabin by the Sea came out. So we have, at that point, we have two albums. So okay. he misses it. We, we were just talking about this, too. Perfect segue, um, how you don't say much on stage or whatever. Oh, you never, never did. But- Apparently, you guys were much more interactive with the crowd. And now, shh, how dare you? Well, so what, that's nine years ago. So mm -hmm. yeah, so let's just, let's just round up. Ten years ago, more interactive with the crowd. I don't know because I'm, I'm kind of like not interactive with the crowd on stage ever. And not in a bad way. I'm not saying like I don't try to interact. It's just not me. Yeah. Like I play the music and we just talked about it a second ago. I'm kind of like shy up there. I'm not trying to go to the mic and talk into the mic unless it's my turn to sing. And that's why I'm super lucky because Jared's there and he's great at it. Um, I, I don't this know. Is really more of a, I feel like a shot uh, at Jared then I would yeah, say. No. I, yeah. I guess there, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Here's the deal. I think you're more interactive per se because here you used to never take your guitar off. Oh yeah. Every song you totally. had a guitar and you very did very little. You would stand in front yeah. of your pedal board, you know, do your parts, but it, but it was perfect. Now you actually take off your guitar sometimes and you'll sort of walk to the center of the stage yeah, and yeah. walk back. Well, now we have some like hip hop -y songs where I don't play guitar. Exactly. And it's just I'm just rapping. So yeah, I just I do my cool guy walk around the stage and then I get back to my comfort zone with my guitar behind yeah. the mic stand. <laughs> so if you count that as 
interaction with the crowd. That's more now than 2012. Well, I guess I'm more interactive, I guess, but okay. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think. So I guess we used to, for sure, when we would play like smaller club tours, we would sometimes bring a fan up from the crowd to try and do that. Like Buenos Noches. Rap, yes. Now I remember, which was super fun. Yep. I remember that, but we kind of stopped doing it once the show started getting bigger and it, it was like hard to kind of even get people to the stage and, and the, the show started getting tighter and we wanted, and that took a long time too. Uh, that was like, sometimes it would take two or three people. Next thing you know, you've been doing it for 10, 12 minutes and, We've got a full production Not thing going on. Not everyone wants that. Not so, everyone wants that. I guess I see what, dude, you, I'm there. as you've so, hey, grown, you to guys each, have, To each their own. We're not mad at Brandon Hoffa. I'm, no, I'm just trying to, I guess I'm thing. trying to think of like what we used to do that was more interactive than we're doing now. I'm just, It's yeah. that. As soon as you said that, I'm like, okay, that's right. Every, you guys would have, there was videos everywhere online of people coming up totally. trying to do that. Super that fun. Route. And then I think a couple people probably proposed on stage. I have total memories of that. Yes. So a little bit of that, but it's like you said, as you get bigger and now there's not 2000 people, there's 15,000 people at some of these shows. Not everybody wants to watch someone in the crowd trying to do a verse. In fact, I hate it. Like I'm there yeah. <laughs> when I go to see a band, I want an ex an immersive experience. And Me I too. think that's more of what you guys have chosen to go down that road. Well, we put a lot of time and effort now into our production. Yeah. There's a full light show going on. And, um, you know, we've got a lot more people on stage. Now mm -hmm. our band went from started out with three people on stage. Now there's eight people on stage. Yeah. So I guess the show itself has just kind of grown into an actual show. And we just, we're there to like put the show on now when mm -hmm. before we were, we, we were still putting on a show, but I guess we were just finding ourselves and figuring out what we are and what we like to do on stage. And we're 10 years older. So maybe we're a little more and you guys you know, were drunk and we were probably a buzzed up on stage. <laughs> yeah, and acting like idiots. I don't like, know. We're fucking playing. So tonight. yeah, I mean, interactive. I don't, I mean, I don't know. I never, I, th I feel like right now, like Jared does a great job still of like hyping the crowd up and talking in between certain songs. We, we, discussed though before for sure like we don't like to talk in between every song yeah we don't want it to be this thing like oh dude you know what i hate more than anything jake mm. is when there's like when bands are like trying to be like super funny on stage in between every song and it's like you can't really hear have you ever been at a show where a, a guy from the band has like said a joke in between the song and you're just like <laughs> that's the funniest shit i've ever fucking you're usually kind of like wait what what did he say like i don't or it's if kind something of happens, um, like naturally, candidly, totally. yes, but yeah, you're right. And, and that does get into a cringe zone where we've all been on tour with bands that like have the same jokes at the oh, same part oh, of yeah. the set. And you're oh, like, oh, yeah. oh, those are crafted in joke yes. bombs, dude. Like, oh no. And, and honestly, that's almost what the Buenas Noches came, became after a bit. Cause we did it for like years straight. And then it became like, mm -hmm. here's the part in the set where we try to bring the people from the crowd. And then it wasn't like the, Oh my God, I can't believe they're doing this. It was more like people like, it's like, with some, like pick me. I know the whole <laughs> oh, yeah. thing. Like they knew it was going to happen and it was, it was fun, but yeah, we, we definitely moved on from that. It makes sense. I don't know. Yeah. Like, Hey, like I said, I'm not bad at that uh, to each your own. And, and maybe I am missing something. Maybe we were doing something 10 years ago. I don't like remember completely. That was 
more interactive. But yeah, I, I personally, when I go see a band play, I just want to see the band play. Yeah, I don't want to hear any funny jokes in between. I definitely don't want to hear this, Jake. Hey, let me hear the left side say, oh, oh. and then the right side, can you get louder over here? What about the people up in the, like, I, it's mm -hmm. not for me, like, just... I like it, uh, like for like tool, like when you see Maynard, he like, he's like in the dark in the back, he barely even looks at the crowd and you're just kind of like, fuck. Yeah. That's he's, dope. <laughs> he is living exactly in his magical yeah. zone. Yeah. And that's where you want him to be. I agree with you. Look, and there's a time and a place for all totally. the haze and hoes. And if you're playing to 75 billion people and there's in different a field types in of Germany, fine, or yeah. you know, somewhere in England where they always have like a yes. million motherfuckers. And, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. For every night, that is a little goofy. I like just like I like a movie. You know, if something goofy happens in a movie, you can be taken out of the movie. Yeah. Same with a show. Yeah. You like to keep them immersed. It's a party. Yes. you're playing the fucking yes. music and giving the visuals everybody party mm -hmm. you know and like just like you said as well with the people proposing on stage mm -hmm. like at first when we were young and we, we had like no production really and we were just out there playing music and having a great time and and our show wasn't very serious we would be like yeah for sure you want to come propose on stage mm -hmm. go ahead cool and we did it a bunch then it became a thing where we were getting e literally hit up for every single show can I propose? Like oh, yeah. someone wanted to propose almost every show, but the show changed. We got all this production. We have all these lights. There's all these moving parts on stage now. It's just not a, to just stop the whole show and mm -hmm. to break down for a couple minutes where most people are kind of like, you can't really hear what they're saying. You don't know what's going on. It just kind of takes away from the show. So I guess now we're just more concerned about the actual show than other things going on. You're you concerned know? with what you guys can control and do good. Yes. You can't leave it up to fate anymore. Yes. You got yes. a show to do. So yeah. There's a hard out at 11 guys. And a lot totally. of these, you know, you a lot of that too, time for fucking about. That's so true though. A lot of times now we are the headliner. Mm -hmm. So it's like, Hey, there's a hard curfew at fucking 10. Like if you go one second over, it's like a $10,000 fine. We don't have time to be trying any mm -hmm. random stuff that we don't know exactly how long it's going to take. Oh no, this went too long. We have to cut oxygen and vacation from the set yeah. now at the end. Cause do you guys want to hear yeah, another song or do you want a crowd participation? Yeah. Did you come here to hear the drunken people around you sing? I don't think so. You're going to hear that anyway. Yes. Yes. But you got it. I don't even like, and this is, I don't even like it anymore when a singer holds the mic into the crowd. I'm like, Hey, I wanted to hear you sing the damn yeah. chorus. My favorite chorus. No, I, I'm all for like uh, when there's like a really cool part of the song that you know is going to be a sing-along like jared's good at it where he just won't sing that part and you'll hear the entire fucking place sing it mm -hmm. i love that that's actually really cool um but Don't. i guess to answer your question brandon <laughs> we really fucking we didn't even was, i didn't expect it to go that far yeah, jesus study. like i said to each his own like some people might be into and there's and there's no right or wrong answer to this so i'm not saying i'm right or wrong. i'm just saying me personally when i go to a show i just want to see the band perform a really rad show and i don't care about any banter in between like i'm there i, I like to watch the show and, and just see the band or like and this isn't hating on this band either or you might be someone who loves to go see shows kind of like less than jake who puts on a great show but it's a different type of show it's a comedy all show sorts of, of antics going yes. on you got people jumping around in costumes they're squirting water it's it's the music and there's a separate show going on also cool just yeah. two different types Aqua of shows bats. i yeah. love all that yeah. shit there's a spot for everything yeah. guys so there's no right or wrong is what i'm saying wow 
Daddy is cringing. This one worked. Daddy, the sad part is that's not that was it. No, that's not it. That was the warm up. Actually, we were supposed to do a 20 second. You were going to be like, oh, yeah, we're the same fucking band we were moving on. And we go, no, Daddy, in the comments is where the controversy lives. So the post that we just read to you, (laughs) um, the comment section got on fire and it got down to Nicholas Steffi. And oh, Nicholas no. Steffi says, Duddy, I miss the days when any port in a storm and cabin by the sea were the main albums they played. Now we are lucky to get any older songs at shows. It's a wannabe radio hit pop type song being played now. I am. Oh, which I am almost 42. What the shit is? I am. Oh, somebody tell me. In my, In my opinion, opinion, of course it is. Okay. I feel stupid and embarrassed. And, and again, I should. not mad, Jake. You can't make me mad. Um, <laughs> Why are you mad then? I'm just, so wait, well, what's funny is this is a, the poster from up there is mm-hmm. when we only had any port in a storm and cabin by the sea. Yeah, it was so, 100%. Of course, that was the music you were hearing because we only had two albums <laughs> and we played the songs from those two albums. But I still feel... What now we have like nine out, 10 albums. Um, and what it's really hard to try and play. We try to play some from each album. What's do up, this. Um, What's up? What Do you have a set list from a re- recent show? I have that a you set can... list from, we have been changing in and out a couple, of, songs. A couple songs here and there, but let me see. I, I have the All right. most He's recent. He's pulling up a set and list. And this so... is for me too. I want to know. I want to know if, have we completely cut those out? So, so Nicholas um, Steffi, who, who we adore, of course, and we thank for this uh, opportunity to chat. So, so um, okay, here's the here's our last set list. So we played. I'm just so from what from any port in a storm and cabin. I'm just going to see how many songs we played. I'm going to see how many songs. Period. So three. He's whisper counting. We played twenty songs. Our set was twenty songs. I'm going to see how many of those were from any port in a storm or cabin by the sea. So we got smoke rings. One. We've got lay me down. Best of Us and Believe. So that's four. And we, is that it? No, oh, and no, Cabin no. by the Sea. That's five. So five, and I believe it's just five. So five songs out of 20 were from Cabin by the Sea and Any Point of Storm. That's so a, five that's songs out of 20. That's 20%, 25. 20, that's 25. 25% percent of the set was from right? the first no, no, two albums. 20%, right? No, 20 goes into it five times. 25, right? You said five songs out of 20? Yeah. That's 25%. Oh, you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 25%. And you only have nine albums and you played 25% of your set off the first two albums. So you're actually percentage wise. Percentage wise, I feel like that's pretty good. You have way more albums than you, than those two. So the first two albums consisted of 25% of the set. And then the next 15 songs Counted for, for the other 75%. 75, right. But these two albums only make up a little less than 25% of your, cause you have that's nine what I'm albums. So I feel so like really that's a pretty the, good. The percentages are in your favor, daddy. So it's not bad is what we're oh, saying. Oh, not at all. You and, guys are more than generous with the first two albums of and material. And not to mention, I, which I, I'm just going to throw this in here just to be a stickler. We've been changing in and out songs this tour. And one of the ones we've been changing out, like on this set list, get somewheres on there, but mm-hmm. sometimes nights we've been playing stand tall. I was going to say no stand tall, but of course but, you so work that, that in. So that would be six out of 20. Wow. Would be then, from those first two. Then it's an absolute ratio in your guys' favor. And uh, look, 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 you, look, no, it's hard. You're not, it's going to be hard for us to please Nicholas because he, 
he harkens back to a time when you only had those two albums. He was a hundred percent satisfied. Now you've got him in the 23, two on certain nights, as much as 26% of the set, he should be more than happy with. And if you like one or two of the other songs, then then you're, you're walking home happy. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. I, and look, I, I pulled that up blindly. I had no, I, I knew obviously there was a few, I knew we played a few. I didn't mm -hmm. know how many. So 20 on any given night in a 20 song set, five or six of those songs as of right now, wow will be from the first two albums. So I think that's pretty fair. We've, <laughs> we've got to try and please all the fans. And obviously yeah. we, we would love to do nothing but please all the fans. But no matter what, every night, we're not going to play somebody's favorite song. Somebody's favorite song will not get played every single night. And there's just nothing we could do about it. And we do our best to try and do a mix of all the albums. We got to please the new fans. We got to please the old fans. Yep. And we got to please the middle fans. Oh, look at that. Those are the ones that have, haven't liked anything after <laughs> cabin by the sea. And again, dude, I'm not no. mad at Nicholas. Steffi. Oh, come on. Hey man. Hey, look, he's still hanging out, dude. He's in the, totally. and someone gave him a thumbs up. So let's oh, of not, course. let's find out who that is. Luke. Brandon <laughs> Hoppa. No it's the fucking no guy. Daddy, is your phone? What's that? It's, dude, is your oh alarm? Oh my God. It's the same guy. Hoppa. <laughs> He's the guy who dropped the light bomb. So you couldn't make it wow. any better. Oh, well, hey, Brandon Hoffa and Nicholas Steffi, I got nothing for love at either of you. And on Nicholas uh, Steffi, nothing but love, right? What did I say? You said nothing for love, which makes it sound like you hate them. Oh, but that's I meant not nothing what it, but love for you guys. There it is. Um, but what I was gonna say is, and I won't name these. Um, oh, damn. Sorry, my wife just texted. Taking the boys to get some in and out. You want anything? Luke, you're going to have to cut this dead air out for a sec. No, you're leaving this in, Luke, because Duddy is live texting an in and out order, and it's sloppy. He's asking for animal fries. He's getting a triple, double animal style. No. He asked for a shake. He wrote down a large chocolate shake. No, all He's I got was, bastard. I just said, What'd give me a double, double. That's okay. it. I don't need a drink. I don't need fries. I don't need what? I'm not a big, like, you soda drinker. Are... <laughs> I'm not a big soda drinker, and uh, to be honest, what's up? Pink lemonade. I don't like acidy drinks. We already talked about this, Luke. Oh my God. Um, listen, I'm not a big soda a drinker without a thing. I will drink a ice cold diet Coke sometimes, but I'd rather just give me some cold water or just some water. Oh my but God. I, some people might disagree with this. Yeah. I think In-N-Out's burgers are amazing. I hate their fries. Their fries are kind of lazy their fries and suck. weird. Sorry. I've said it a thousand times on the show. Why not a thousand and one? In-N-Out is good. I'm never like F in and out. I'm always down, but it is the most overrated burger on the planet simply because people rate it out of the galaxy. It's like if anyone eats in and out, they act like they've melted into a land where they've never tasted yeah. such a thing. And I'm always like, it's a burger that's acceptable. Why are we doing this? But I think it's, yes, I agree. It, People do blow it out of proportion, but it, it's a really good burger. I love yes. it. I think it's absolutely delicious. So it's enjoyable but I do every know time. people are like, I drove yeah. across three states to get, you're like, why? Why did you do that? Yeah. All right. There's Enough an acceptable, they Where have it in what and out in your state. About? Um, oh, I, I don't this. know. That's right. So I think we settled it, right? I think we did. And we'll just title this episode complaining because that's all we're doing making fun of in and out we and settle more to it. Come. brandon hoffa nicholas steffi that's right i got nothing but love for you oh and what i was going to say is on nicholas's defense hey and i won't name these bands because i don't want to like talk shit but 
there's bands that I listen to where their like first or and second album are my favorites, and mm-hmm. I didn't care for their ones much after that. Yes. Hey man, that happens to me too. Yeah. So I ain't mad at you. <laughs> I ain't mad at you. Dun, 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 dun. All right, we're moving on to another cringy. No, this is always <laughs> this is where the happiness and the fun and the joy comes in, Duddy, because this is scary stuff. Now. Tell us what happened to you in Utah, because this is hilarious and oh funny. Oh my God, you yeah, guys. What so, an embarrassing mix-up. Such an embar- so first off, I, I want to say I'm very sorry about the uh, cancellation of the Utah show. It's not canceled. I guess it just got moved back like a month to September. But I actually didn't even know. Mm-mm. So I went to Utah. No one told Duddy. I went to Utah, and then I realized there was no show. So what did I do, Jake? I don't know. I walked around the town, sure, talking to the locals as you do, asking them about local scary stuff. Oh, get out of here! I did it. You did it. What did you find? I found some, I guess, some scary stuff, Jake. Uh, First off, we're going to start with the Bear Lake Ness. Bear Lake Ness, and what we're seeing, and, and of course, you know. Luke will post the pictures in the FGWD bunker on Facebook, right, Luke? He'll post all the pictures of the shit we're talking about right now. We're seeing like a creepy webbed hand reaching for a young lady's running legs, Yes. Okay. Yes. And it says, before the LDS settlers came to Utah, the state was divided among dozens of Native American tribes. One of these tribes, the which... Please, I'm so sorry. I'm probably going to say this wrong. Don't Shoshone's? take offense. The Shoshones tell of a horrifying creature that lurks in the depths of Bear Lake. They say that some of their braves were carried off by a long serpentine creature with an alligator-shaped head. Since then, the sho- wow. the what do you say, Jake? The Shoshone, the Shoshone, the Shoshones uh, forbid their people from sleeping next to the lake, and swimming in the lake is strictly prohibited. Uh, the monster has also been seen by many people, including the former president of the LDS church, John Taylor, a, uh, and publicity about it began as early as the 1886. Although the creature has never been caught, the number of eyewitnesses claiming to see it allow for a numerous theories to be built on what it is. The most popular theory holds that it is a, Basilosaurus setioids. Setoids? Setoids. Yeah, that's a weird Uh, I don't know that word. What the hell is that? Anyway. Yeah, but those prehistoric animals didn't live in fresh water, so it couldn't be that. Others hold on to a notion that, this is my favorite, it's a gigantic alligator or an ancient dinosaur that lives in the depths. Yeah, because reading this, my first thought was, it's just an alligator. Yeah, with an al- okay, it it's even a giant it. man with an alligator head. Which- no, it wasn't because my favorite is it's an it's a long serpentine creature with an alligator shaped head. Oh, you is that what an, it said? You mean an alligator? Yeah, that sounds like exactly. <laughs> yeah, what the? It was a big furry bear like creature with claws in the big foot. Of course, every yeah. time, like, oh, yeah. oh wait, bear. So this is the same thing now. So yes. read it again. The exact description. Yes. I'll no, the, the, here's the only description, a long serpentine creature with an alligator shaped head. Yeah. That's exactly an alligator. That's an alligator. That's like you say, that's like going, uh, a cat like body <laughs> with a cat head with a feline face. You're like, okay, <laughs> that sounds like a cat. Like what the fuck? I think it was a cat. Often so, seen licking milk out of a dish. And this and then, is another one where it's like, 
no one's ever, how do you not catch this in a lake? Yeah, just, just peek around the lake, dude. <laughs> Put a dead chicken next to the lake, dude, and wait 10 minutes. So I don't know about this one. This one to me is pretty funny. It, it just seems like it's an alligator. There's something I want to say about this one. Yeah. We have a local mountain called Bear Mountain. There's, yep. There is Bear Lake. There's Arrowhead Lake. All that There, There's a lot of like Bear Mountains. Have you there seen is. that? And Bear Lakes and Bear. Mm-hmm. It just... I love our local mountain, but it's a bummer to me. Every time I see another, I'm just like another one. Like another? now I feel like we could have named it something more unique. My anyway. favorite one was, uh, I think, I believe it's in Colorado and there's like Beaver, Colorado. Mm -hmm. And no joke. Guess what the liquor store name there is. Oh, Oh, yep. <laughs> just what Beaver you think. liquor. Beaver liquor is the name wow. of the liquor store. Yep. I saw that place in person, stood there, laughed for 20 minutes out loud, <laughs> pointing at it. As everyone walked by, I would hit them and go, look it. Look, look it. Like, yes. We've lived here our whole lives. Get the fuck out of here. We hate you. We got another idiot. They'd point at me. Um, all right. Take that comedy over to Bear Lake. It's up the road. Oh, God damn it. Bear Liquor is still kind of yeah. funny. <laughs> yeah, it's also funny. <laughs> Oh my uh, god! Okay, but you got another one for us because that one—that one was so stupid that I—I I got another. That one. one solved itself. This one also from Utah. Uh, this one is called Spanish Fork Weeping Lady. Who told you about this one? A Utah local when I was walking around asking for scary stuff. Okay, do you remember what they look like? Uh, it was a long serpentine creature with an alligator <laughs> type. So the creature from Bear Lake told you about uh, this one. It was a. It had a. It had a human body with a woman's head on it. <laughs> I asked her and she told me about the Spanish Fork weeping lady. Okay. She said, the peaceful city of Spanish Fork hosts a noisy cemetery. In the heart of the cemetery is a beautiful but quiet and unique headstone. Over the graves of the Laura and Horace Faraday is a... Um, Laura and Horace Faraday is a large statue of a woman who is kneeling and covering her face with her hands. Laura Faraday passed away in 1929 at a young age of 32, and her grieving husband chose the remarkable statue of the grave marker. That's all we know about the history of the figure. Even the oldest residents of Spanish Fork know nothing further about why such an unusual piece was picked. So that's that. There's this very unusual, like, crying, weeping lady statue over these random two gravestones in this cemetery and no one knows why this huge random weird statue is there and now here's the scary part about it jake you ready i'm ready but stranger than the statue itself is the ancient legend that surrounds it some say that if you walk around the cemetery at night the figure wails it weeps and mourns okay we've heard this before mm -hmm. but this is where this is where it gets me jake yeah others say that this is outside, you guys. This isn't an indoor cemetery, okay? Because I want you to know that for this Oh, next yeah, we're part. looking at a beautifully uncovered outdoor cemetery. There's no trees over this statue. It's very outdoors, okay? <laughs> so for this next part, you'll love it. It says, others say that when it rains, the statue itself cries. Uh, yeah. Oh, well, tell it. Are you sure it's not just the rain? 
on the statue, but then it says, and you can see extra water seeping out of the statue's hands. No, it doesn't yes, it say does. extra, extra water. water. That's like something that someone really <laughs> dumb says. No, it was like extra water. You're like, was, what's extra water? And then everyone at the party water. calls that person yeah. extra water until sure they die. Because like maybe this, the hands are filling oh, up a little my. puddle and then that puddle is pouring over because of the rain. Wow. So the outdoor statue that would be punished by any type of rainfall. It is, in fact, uncovered as studied. The picture will be on the FGW debunker. Guys, look for yourself. How would you decipher any tears and the extra water? I like to think that someone's like, dude, look, the statue's crying. And then someone's like, no, it's not. It's raining out here no no there's extra water there's and extra like, water dude. and then they were banished from the town for saying that and their family last name became extra water if extra, you ever meet anyone i swear but no they're like dude it's it's the rain no dude look at the hands wow that's extra water that's right there extra water dude scientists found there was extra water coming out of the oh my goodness i love this one. Oh yeah. man you know what come to me when it's crying on a bright, sunny day. There you go. How shoot. does it only cry in the rain? Yeah. If it's, if there's not a cloud in the sky and we're seeing some extra water, <laughs> you better believe. You know what? Tell me, I would, be, if it was a super rainy day and the statue remained dry. Another amazing yes. thing that we'd be blown away by. I get the crying blood, you know, you blood, see that? Okay. The if there was rain, blood. So Jake, yeah. Let me tell you this. If you were walking through a cemetery in mm -hmm. the rain mm -hmm. and one of the statues had water dripping off of it, would you be like, holy shit, that's kind of creepy. If there was extra water, <laughs> I would be fucking freaked out, man. Get me out of here, everybody. Extra water. Uh, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I'm scared. Yeah. And, and to be fair too, the statue is awesome. Yeah. It's a really cool image. But the story's insanely stupid. And I'm super <laughs> glad that you were, you know, that a woman-shaped body person with a lady head told you about this because it is a great oh, story. Man, I'll tell you what I'm going to start doing to weird out every waiter or waitress I have for now on in the future when I'm at a restaurant. When they drop the food off, mm -hmm. I'm going to have a full glass of water. But when they drop, can I get you anything else? Can I get some extra water? I'm just going to say it. And they're going to look at me like, what? I'm like, oh, you'd like more water? No. Extra water. I want some extra water, please. Dave, go back to the kitchen. I think he wants another glass of water. I don't know. He said extra water. <laughs> Stupid. They're like, I get that if a statue in a cemetery is crying in the rain, but I don't understand what that guy meant. Yeah. All right, we're having fun. And now we're going to be <laughs> moving on to what? A word from the sponsees, Daddy? We're going to jump into a quick little sponsor read. And then what we're going to do next, you guys, is we're going to hop into a Q&A segment we have some awesome questions from our Patreon members, like we told you before. And then after that, the show will continue on for our Patreon members. We have a bunch more fun segments we're going to be doing. If uh, this show was too short for you and you want to hear the rest, head on over to patreon.com forward slash feeling good with daddy and you can sign up there. 
All right, here we go. First and foremost, Koi CBD. We love this product. We love this company. They've been with us since day one. I use it every day. You've heard me talk about it. I take the drops in the morning when I'm drinking my coffee. I love the way it makes me feel. I get aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers all the time from just playing guitar a lot, playing sports. I'm getting older. I got some aches and pains in my hands and in my fingers, but I've noticed it happens a lot less since I've been on a steady diet of Koi CBD. And um, even though it happens less, it still does happen sometimes and when it does they have so many amazing rubs and creams that you know you can just put on it's one of those things where you rub it on you don't think about it 20 minutes later you're just like wow it doesn't really hurt anymore it's awesome and it's much healthier for you than over-the-counter pills so if you are out there you got a bunch of aches and pains and you're looking for a healthier way to get rid of them give cbd a try give koi cbd a try it is the best and if you go to koicbd.com and you put in code feel good at checkout you will get 15 percent off your first order that's right also, plug-ins keychains. Awesome product, guys. They have a product called the Jack Rack. What this is, this is like a, a replica to a guitar amp head. They have Fender, they have Marshall. They look amazing. They're not big and bulky. You hang it up on your wall and it comes with four keychains and it has four quarter inch cable input. So you put your keys on it. You got a little quarter inch cable keychain now on your keys. When you get home, you just plug it right into your amp. And when you're gonna go anywhere, you know exactly where it's at. It's on your Jack Rack that's on your wall that you got from pluginskeychains.com and that is with a z and it is plural that is p-l-u-g-i-n-z keychains.com pick up a jack rack put in code duddy b at checkout and you will get 20 percent off of every order for the rest of your life jake you heard it here people questions ask us any question you want all right. Getting into it. Sorry, I was re-texting my wife back. You know what? Get me a Diet Coke. Jake, you made me think about it. And I was it's, like, damn, why that, that does kind of sound good. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Moving along. Um, hey, and I'm going to answer half of these now. And then at the end of the Patreon show, I will answer the other half. So Kevin Torbeck says, what size shoe do both of you wear? Oh, is he going to get us those? What was it called? Something dudes I forget. or something? Something. Dude, dude something. Yeah, for anyone that doesn't know, like we were talking about Crocs, I believe, last week. There was a, and, and Kevin Torbeck said, have you ever tried this shoes? Maybe they were called Dudes. And he's like, what size are you? I'm going to send you some shoes. So I am, I'll just go with the 10. Yeah, I wear a, an 11 and a half. And thank you. And thank you very much. We're excited. And I, hey, I don't know what they look like. Yeah, I looked them up. They're not bad. Okay, cool. Um, they look very comfortable. Like spare. They have Luke different says. looking ones. They have they have different looking ones, but they actually do look really comfortable. Um, and if you guys do want to send us stuff, we have a PO box, and we do on our Patreon show. We open up everything we get. And we talk about it, and it is on the. If you guys are listening to the show and you want to hang out with a bunch of other people that really enjoy the show, it's a super fun group. I think there's like 1,200 people in this group on mm -hmm. Facebook it now. Keeps growing. It's called the FGWD Bunker. It's on Facebook. There's so much fun over there. It's an awesome community we've built. And uh, right, like I think pinned to the top of the stuff is our uh, PO box. So you can, you can find it there. And Justin Palmer says, any covers you guys want to do? Stallone Rage guitar tutorial? Um, not any covers off the top of my head, but Stallone and Rage guitar tutorials? Absolutely. And I know we've been lagging on the guitar tutorials. It's been hard on the road. That first 
run on the road was a little hectic. It had been so long since everyone had toured, especially a tour of that size. That first two weeks, it was like remembering how we do this and just this next run, I'm going to have a lot more time and I'm going to be a lot more set up to like knock out cool stuff for you guys. So sorry about that. I will get back on it. And Patrick Lynch says, Jake, what is your preferred, uh, preferred running shoe brand? Oh, wow. I mean, I have a couple pair of Hoka's that I love, but I, I, I have a bunch of different shoes. Um, so I'm liking ultras right now. This is a running nerdy thing. I have a pair of ultras that I love and I do have a couple pair of Hoka's that I love. I, I have my first pair of Brooks that I'm running in at the moment. And I like those too. I don't know. I'm happy with a bunch of them, but I guess Hoka is the most I've owned. So we'll go with that right now. Yeah. Uh, Duffy B. I love this. What deck do you guys ride on for skateboards? Do you prefer a certain brand over others? Trucks, wheels, bearings, and favorite hidden skate spots where you are? Man. Yeah. It's like, I don't like skate skate anymore like i don't go out and like try and do tricks and shit because one i'm 40 and i <laughs> two I, I just uh i can't afford to like break a wrist or an arm because everyone in my band would hate me but i do like to just i just cruise like i yeah i get the old school boards. i get the big old old school like fishy looking boards like the santa cruz and stuff like that like i love that kind of shit and um yeah I, but what about you I'll, I'll get Pal Peralta stuff just because yeah. that's what Duddy and I, that was the first, what we the had, first, first real boards we had where, you know, he had a Cabulero. I had a Tommy Guerrero board back in the early or like mid eighties, I guess mid to late eighties, probably yeah. 86, 87 ish. We had our first boards ever. And that's what it was. So I like that for nostalgic reasons. And then I always look, I'll look for a toy machine just because they're Huntington beach company. And I liked Ed Templeton growing up Huntington beach skateboarder. So that's the reasons for that. But I usually get independent trucks. You know, yeah. I like big wheels that can go over rocks. Cause I'm, like I said, I'm 42 almost, yep. you know, Duddy's almost 40. I'm almost 42. And so, yeah, I'm not trying to shred too hard, but I do skate. Like I'll go to a skate park yeah. still and I'll still click some tricks just cause if I break my arm, who cares? <laughs> I don't have any type of job that that would mess up. So, um, so I think I can take a little more risk and, you know, so, but other than that, yeah, that's the stuff I like. I, I try to find local stuff yeah, or Pal Peralta or Pal strictly Peralta. for nostalgic yeah. purposes. Yeah. 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 And I, yeah, I go for, I'm, I'm strictly comfort now. I'm not a big, like long board guy. I don't really like the big long board. No, I don't have any of those. I don't they're, hate they're it. Cool. Like, yeah, oh, yes. cruise it. Yeah. It's just not my thing. I prefer mm -hmm. just like a, like I said, like that old school kind of big fish looking board yep. with some big old fat, like good smooth wheels. Give me a deck like that, that I can just cruise on. You ride the nostalgia board for us, which yes. is that mid to late eighties before the noses really popped up yep. wide. They still had, all of them had unique, weird shapes and they have dope art on the bottom. Yeah. From Powell, Santa Cruz, yeah, out, you know, whatever, yeah, totally, all that shit. Uh, let's see here. Jeremy Smooday says there is a winner-take-all style cage match among the following characters. Who emerges victorious? Wow! Oh wow! This is going to be heavy. Schwarzenegger in Commando, JCVD in Bloodsport, Stallone in Ramble and Rambo, Siegel in Under Siege, in Under Siege. Sorry, uh, Willis in Die Hard, and Russell in Big Trouble, Little China. Well, I think right, right off this the bat, just, yeah. for me, I can take two of those out right away. Yeah. And that's Bruce Willis and Steven Seagal. They're out of there for me. Oh, 
I would even, I would say more than Seagal um, would be Russell, Russell from Big Trouble yeah. in Little China. Just He's just a truck driver who wants totally, his truck back. Totally. I mean, that's cool. I just love Big Trouble in Little China so much, oh, but I, mean, I agree. Yeah. I would say those bottom three right there. And we love, yeah, we love John McClane, but yeah, he's not some crazy fist fighter. No. He's a resourceful yes. fucking you know, and guy. And Seagal, you know, he is a, yes, Look. we love Seagal. But, and you know what? In but, real life. Oh, the characters. Yes, in okay, real life, I'm sure Steven Seagal would take out Stallone and Schwarzenegger. But I, in this game, we're talking about, see, I think he's is under, oh no, that's, I'm thinking of the one where he's a chef, I'm a chef, you know? <laughs> Dude, I think it comes down to this. This is, this is the final. So I, I you know, okay. Willis, <sighs> Willis and Russell gone, right? Willis and Russell So we're gone. left with, with two quarterfinal fights here or whatever, semifinals. It's Stallone versus Seagal and it's JCVD versus Schwarzenegger. And it well, depends on. And so, so look at that's the, so I'm saying real life. Yes, I think it even comes the down, characters. It think comes down. It. Okay, well, then probably, is it, a hand to hand combat fucking legend in Under But does Stallone and Schwarzenegger get their big ass guns and shit? Or is this no, a, this is hand to hand cage, oh, match. cage match? Okay, I'm doing this literally, dude. So All I right. think Seagal takes Stallone. And then it comes down to, I really want to set yeah. up Schwarzenegger though it's, and JCVD it's for the final. J, it's, I, Let's just assume it's- I'm thinking it's going JCVD then probably against Seagal, right? Or is it JCVD? You think Schwarzenegger's okay. taking out Seagal? I love this. Schwarzenegger beats Stallone in the, in the semifinal match. JCVD beats Seagal in yes. the semifinal match, yes. which sets up what we all wanted. JCVD, Jean God, uh, this is my favorite curse word I invented on the morning ride show, okay. Okay, my other show, Jean God Van Dammit. Okay. We're really angry. Oh, Jean yeah. God Van Dammit. I just yelled that for half a show one day. Nice. It, was, it was dumb, but it, it so Jean Claude Van Damme versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. And now this is what it is. JCVD, we all know, has more weapons. Knees, kicks, punches. Yes. But Schwarzenegger's gargantuan and huge. It really becomes yes. that. But if you look at, if you, and they're even talking about from Bloodsport. Yeah. And, and, this is when he says most violent. Okay. Did you see the guy that JCVD beats up at the end of Bloodsport? Yeah. He is a Conley. humongous, well, that is, yeah. muscular mm-hmm. bound man who also knows all sorts of karate. Oh no. Yeah. He's a killer. And he killed someone this very, this very Kumite earlier on. And, um, I think it was the, was it the Frenchman? It was, no, no he no. kills his buddy. Oh no. He doesn't no, he kill his buddy. It was an Asian dude with a yes. weird tooth, right? Yes. And he go, bah, gah, gah. Yeah. just gets him with an extra shot there, kills him, murderer. Everyone turns their back so he can kill. And you have to not forget that he had blown some sort of poisonous dust yes. into Frank Dukes, eyes, so rendering him visionless blind earlier in the match. Up blind mm-hmm. Jean-Claude Van Damme beat up someone probably close to equal in size as Schwarzenegger, who also knows all sorts of karate stuff. Yeah. Dude. So we're going to have to say Jean-Claude Van Damme. Yep. Wins Johnny this Claude, battle. Dude, coming through with a big Woo! win. I knew he could do it. I knew he could do it. He does, you know, and you, he has a little blood on his lip though. Dude, he was hit once or twice. Yeah, and then afterwards in the locker room, you're going to get to see his butt for a second. Of course, just so our mom can go, he's handsome. Yeah. And we can all cringe in the living room. Thanks, mom. (laughs) That's for you. Yeah. All right. Duddy's little scissor sister says, "Have have either of you ever had just a mustache? 
every no shave November, I see so many gross porn stashes trying to picture what y'all would look like. Um, no, I never actually just had a mustache, but one time, like right when I first kind of started growing facial hair, I would kind of let it grow out for a little bit and then I would just shave it and then mm -hmm. let it grow out because I wasn't fully committed. One time when I did it, I, I had like a decent amount and I shaved everything off, but the mustache and I just rolled out into the living room. You know, and just acted like <laughs> that's what happened. And my wife and kids were just looking at me like, oh no. Oh hell nah. Maybe I, oh, I kind of liked it. Yeah. I think I've joked around with it too, kind of like that. I do feel like I ran a, a, a mustache only look for a minute. There was a couple years ago where I ran one for like two weeks, yeah. thinking, you know, let me see what I can do with this. Yeah. And it just never felt right. No. Yeah, I you know I'll do them from time to time though where I have the bottom one the fucking V for Vendetta that's what oh, I call yeah. it yeah the V for Vendetta that's what I will grow from time to time. Uh, let's see here. Terry Phillips says, "Do your parents ever get to come to any of your shows?" My family was able to make it to the Orlando show, and that show was absolutely on fire. I was able to meet Cheese and Anthony in the wild. One day, hopefully, I can meet you. Um, yes, one day I hopefully can meet you, and yes. My parents do come to shows. They usually come to most of the local shows. Mm -hmm. And then every now and then they'll fly out to like a Red Rocks or something cool like that. But yeah, I mean, they've been coming to our shows. Not even just the Dirty Heads. The our, even our bands before these bands, you know, they've been coming to our shows for literally like 30 fucking yeah, years. Yeah, Duddy and I, <laughs> I mean, my first band was Don't Look Back was the name. By the way, I have, we made two, this was in... 1990 what do you think daddy 1996 had to be yeah before 99 because 99 you were in surround sound because you had that I was song. In hp surround sound right so yeah 1996 i'm like a junior in high school duddy's a freshman in high school yeah. and i have my first band and at this point in time duddy's learning how to play instruments too he's just a little younger and he's meeting his friends and getting his shit in order with the music and so i have this punk band um and our parents have been coming to our shows, driving us to shows. Oh yeah, since our then. parents uh, used to drive us to bars. Yeah, where we would play. You know, it would be like our parents had to chaperone us there. We would get on stage, play, and then get in the car and go home because we did have a fan base already. Kind of. Yeah. Even you, when you had your first band, Unknown, which yep. was what probably a year later, nineteen ninety-seven yeah. Yeah. or so, probably Daddy was in a punk band, Unknown. That was his first band. And they would get driven to places where they were way too young. I mean, oh, they had totally. like a 14 year old Dude, in our their drummer band, the drummer. was in eight, eighth grade. Our, um, yeah. We played in like the, like the school during lunch. We mm -hmm. played at our high school, like in the middle of like the, where everyone hung out at lunch. And uh, we had to drive. We left a, a period early. We drove to the middle school that was close to our high school and had to get our drummer yep. out of school and go back to the high school to play the show. How I cool did that, that kid feel? Oh, he felt so cool. My high school friends are here. I have to go do a gig. I'll be back to fourth grade. I'll see you guys in a minute. But yeah, anyway, I remember seeing Duddy's band. Yeah, when they were just children like that playing at a big snowboard expo yep. in Long Beach. Yep. And it's like, oh my God, this is kind of wild. There's yeah. a shitload of people here and there they are on stage four foot tall. All totally. Just, it was we couldn't insane. even see our drummer's head over the drums. Yep. We just saw sticks moving around. It was hilarious. So, and everyone um, practiced in our garage too. Yeah. So yeah, our parents have seen us play just enough times. Yep. They've <laughs> Mark, who's your duddy Plante says bungee jump, skydive or neither. Would you, would you, or have you done one or the other? I think it's 
the one time Duddy would have shit his pants story. So definitely, I I don't think I would ever bungee jump. I will definitely skydive. And what's funny is, uh, we last time we played Hawaii, I booked skydiving for me and my wife and Sean, our uh, keyboard player. We all three were gonna go skydiving in the morning, and uh, <laughs> it was scheduled for like. I don't even remember. It was scheduled for like eight in the morning, whatever. That's not the point. But <laughs> at like four or five in the morning, it was like super early in the morning. My phone rings and I pick it up. I'm like, hello. And this crazy person is yelling at me. I couldn't even understand. I had to literally be like, hey, hey, whoa, calm down. What are, what are you talking about? Like, it's now. We got to go now. Weather's going to be bad later. Got to jump now. We're out front. We're in the van. And they're just like yelling at me. And like, I, 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 snapped out of my sleep and realized it was the bungee or it was the skydive people yelling at me that they're out front and we got to go now, got to go now. And the person was so crazy and sounded so like twacked out to me that I was Mm -hmm. just like, nah, we're good. And uh, no joke. uh, I'm so happy I did because later on, I was telling some people about it. I actually have some friends that live on, on that Island. And I was talking to them, I told them about it. They're like, what company? And I told him the company name. He's like, dude, you're so happy. You didn't go with them. He's like, they, I apparently like the week before someone died jumping with them because they, they ended up landing like in the middle of the ocean and the parachute just like took, like sucked them all up. No. Yeah. So I, yeah, I almost did it. And then I, I got scared just, out of it from the gnarly, crazy person. So I, me and my uh, wife, it is definitely one thing like on our bucket list. We want to do it together. So I will for sure skydive. Bungee jumping to me seems sketchier for some reason. I still have chills from what you told me. Cause I'm just picturing falling Dude, I know, the ocean bro, and, and just the thing the, coming sucks. down and then you drown. You just I'm can't like, get out. Uh, You're just like, no, I will never do either. I have less than no desire. I do not care. I don't want to do that. That sounds do that. horrifying to me. <laughs> um, the shroom sis. Oh no, Bruce Strawhand. I'm going to answer two more. Cause then we got to do the, uh, the Monday show or, or the Patreon show. And then uh, I'll, I'll answer the rest after that. But the shroom stress says, the question is for both of you. What's the biggest wave you ever caught? Um, Nothing crazy. Like yeah, I was never like a big wave surfer, but mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even barely surf anymore ever. Like I'm, I'm a blue moon surfer. We play Hawaii. Sure. Yeah, I grab yeah. a board, I head out there and I do it. Or if I'm with my kids, like, yeah, I'll go out and, and, you know, paddle around and have a little fun. But like, I'm not like a big surfer anymore, but I do. I definitely remember when we were younger and some mornings we would go out and they would just be, it'd be a little scary out mm-hmm. there. I can't say exactly how big, but I'm guessing like six feet ish. It would get sometimes where I would be a little like nervous for sure. You know? Yep. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. Like Duddy. Um, I was never a big wave guy, but I've surfed a lot more than Duddy. Like yeah, I was a, for sure. you know, everyday guy forever. And I still love to surf, but I've gone on surf trips to places where I've surfed probably, a, you know, three or four feet overhead. It might be the biggest wave I've ever caught, but it's not even, that's like a couple times in my life. So. Yeah. Usually if it's super gnarly and super scary and big, like I've been out on those days, but I'll take off on the, the waves in between the sets that might not be as critical. Yeah. 
I've always played it rather safe because it is scary. I've had plenty of times where I've gotten smashed and felt like I was almost going to die in yeah. the water as a oh, kid. Oh, totally. I remember a few times being oh, like, dude, am I going to make it up? Yeah. <laughs> and I always surfed with people that were, you know, there was a lot of people in my group that were a lot better than me. And so I was constantly having to be out in waves that were bigger yeah. than my, I yeah. wanted to be. So I had a healthy fear of it, but yeah. yeah. Few several feet overhead in Hawaii, maybe yeah. the biggest I've done. All right, last one, and then we will move on to the Patreon show. But Bruce Strahan says, uh, with recent success of vacation, have there been talks about possible tours outside the U.S.? Um, absolutely. Oh, we've been talking about that for a while, regardless. But this definitely is the the success of vacation is definitely we're seeing some sparks in some different spots. Like I believe his last episode, I was saying we're starting to do really well over there on on German radio. So. Yes. Is there talks about it? There absolutely is talks about it. Is there anything set in stone? No. But we'll see. And hopefully. And hopefully you guys enjoy the show. Bamos. That's it. We're moving into the thing. See you guys next time. Peace out. <laughs>